Welcome to this edition of Journals of Spiritual Discovery, brought to you by spiritualteachers.org. I'm your host, Sean Nevins. Welcome to Journals of Spiritual Discovery. We're deep into the induction series now, in which my aim is to focus on inspired writings, which carry a message beneath the words. Franklin Merrill Wolf called them mystic writings and said, When the voice of the silence speaks into the relative world, the meaning lies between the words, as it were rather than in the direct content of the words themselves. Richard Rose referred to the power of these writings when he said, If you are interested in looking for essence from the point of the process observer, you can be stimulated only by writings of inspiration rather than reason or direction. He referred the student to his three books of the Absolute as an example. While Rose used the term inspirational, clearly these are not necessarily inspirational writings like you typically find collected under that banner. Rather, they are writings which carry the living word. Today's reading is an excerpt from I Am That Talks with Nizargadatta Maharaj, which I found on the searchwithin.org website. The excerpt was titled, The Realization of Nisargadatta. I find that people often use the words of Nisargadatta to justify their beliefs, much like the Bible is often used. Yet his words are full of nuance and may be heard in many ways. Sit back, listen, and see how they strike you now. The Realization of Nisargadatta Questioner, are we permitted to request you to tell us the manner of your realization? Maharaj, somehow it was very simple and easy in my case. My guru, before he died, told me, Believe me, you are the supreme reality. Don't doubt my words, don't disbelieve me. I'm telling you the truth act on it. I could not forget his words, and by not forgetting, I realized. But what were you actually doing? Nothing special. I lived my life, plied my trade, looked after my family, and every free moment I would spend just remembering my guru and his words. He died soon after, and I only had the memory to fall back on. It was enough. It must have been the grace and power of your guru. His words were true, and so they came true. True words always come true. My guru did nothing. His words acted because they were true. Whatever I did came from within, unasked, and unexpected. The guru started a process without taking any part in it? Put it as you like. Things happen as they happen. 
Who can tell why and how? I did nothing deliberately. All came by itself. The desire to let go. To be alone. To go within. You made no efforts whatsoever? None. Believe it or not, I was not even anxious to realize. He only told me that I am the Supreme and then died. I just could not believe him. The rest happened by itself. I found myself changing. That is all. As a matter of fact, I was astonished. But a desire arose in me to verify his words. I was so sure that he could not possibly have told a lie that I felt I shall either realize the full meaning of his words or die. I was feeling quite determined, but I did not know what to do. I would spend hours thinking of him and his assurance, not arguing, but just remembering what he told me. What happened to you then? How did you know that you are the Supreme? Nobody came to tell me, nor was I told so inwardly. In fact, it was only in the beginning, when I was making efforts, that I was passing through some strange experiences, seeing lights, hearing voices, meeting gods and goddesses, and conversing with them. Once the guru told me, you are the supreme reality. I ceased having visions and trances and became very quiet and simple. I found myself desiring and knowing less and less until I could say in utter astonishment, I know nothing. I want nothing. Were you genuinely free of desire and knowledge? Or did you impersonate a yani according to the image given to you by your guru? I was not given any image, nor did I have one. My guru never told me what to expect. More things may happen to you. Are you at the end of your journey? There was never any journey. I am as I always was. What was the supreme reality you were supposed to reach? I was undeceived. That is all. I used to create a world and populate it. Now I don't do it anymore. Where do you live then? In the void beyond being and non-being. Beyond consciousness. This void is also fullness. Do not pity me. It is like a man saying, I have done my work, there is nothing else left to do. You are giving a certain date to your realization. It means something did happen to you at that date. What happened? The mind ceased producing events. The ancient and ceaseless search stopped. I wanted nothing, expected nothing accepted nothing as my own. There was no me left to strive for. Even the bare I am faded away. The other thing that I noticed was that I lost all my habitual certainties. Earlier, 
I was sure of so many things. Now I am sure of nothing. But I feel that I have lost nothing by not knowing, because all my knowledge was false. My not knowing was in itself knowledge of the fact that all knowledge is ignorance. That I do not know is the only true statement the mind can make. Take the idea I was born. You may take it to be true. It is not. You were never born, nor will you ever die. It is the idea that was born and shall die, not you. By identifying yourself with it, you became mortal. Just like in a cinema, all is light, so does consciousness become the vast world. Look closely, and you will see that all names and forms are but transitory waves on the ocean of consciousness, that only consciousness can be said to be, not its transformations. In the immensity of consciousness, a light appears, a tiny point that moves rapidly and traces shapes, thoughts and feelings, concepts and ideas, like the pen writing on paper, and the ink that leaves a trace is a memory. You are that tiny point, and by your movement the world is ever recreated. Stop moving, and there will be no world. Look within, and you will find that the point of light is the reflection of the immensity of light in the body, is the sense I am. There is only light. All else appears. Do you know that light? Have you seen it? To the mind, it appears as darkness. It can be known only through its reflections. All is seen in daylight, except daylight. Thank you for listening. I do have one special request during the induction series. And no, I'm not going to ask you to buy anything, but I am asking all my listeners to please leave a review on Amazon for my book, Subtraction, The Simple Math of Enlightenment. I know that a lot of you have read it, and if we can get a hundred reviews on Amazon, I'm told that will really help the book stand out and get noticed. So if you enjoyed Subtraction, please go to Amazon.com, type in Subtraction, The Simple Math of Enlightenment, and leave a review. It only takes a few minutes, and you'll help many other seekers simply by giving your thoughts about the book. You don't have to have purchased the book on Amazon in order to leave a review there. So thanks, I hope you can do that for me. And I will see you again on the next episode.